You ever kill somebody? Mentally, in my mind, I have. But not like physical murder? Not, not physical murder, no, I haven't. But you've wanted to. Oh, oh, wanted to? Oh, yeah. How many times a day do you think? <laughs> Is it daily? Oh, yeah. It's most of the times daily. That can't be healthy. No. Your mental state must be fucking oh, off the charts. So fucked. Well, what separates you, though, from one of these crazy guys that goes and does something drastic like steal a van and run into a van of, or run into a group of kids or something? Motivation. You don't have the motivation? Yeah, I just don't have, like, the... The, the same thing that's, like, holding me back in my writing and stuff is also holding <laughs> me back in my mass murder. It's probably good. Yeah, but also... Ambition, laziness, you know. I feel like the mass murder thing, though, might be a little different just because... The people you want to just mass murder wouldn't just be strangers, though. At least for me. Like, if I was going to go kill a bunch of people, it wouldn't be just random strangers yeah. that I don't know. Maybe your situation's different. I don't know. Never dived into the mind of a mass murderer. How do you, how do you think it would play out if I... They say, you know, a, right, which, a, a writer, you know, goes crazy, murders a whole bunch of people, goes to jail, and, like, writes, like, best-selling books from prison. Do you think that could happen? From the mind of the guy who, I don't know, did something horrible and terrible. Well, let's break it down. OJ wrote a book when he was in jail. Yeah. It was If I Did It or something. It was popular. Uh, The guy from Wolf on Wall Street wrote his book in jail. Yeah. He wasn't a writer before then. I'm talking more like, like, even though he's not the one who did the killing, but like Charlie Manson, like, level, like, those guys, well, I mean, OJ... OJ's OJ. The Wolf of Wall Street guy, he didn't really murder anybody, right? He just did a whole bunch of fucked up shit. Okay, let's let's switch things. Let's switch gears here. Ted Bundy. If he wrote a book, I bet you'd be super popular. Oh, yeah. I like this too. Hola. Hello. Wow, he sounds like he's on another planet. Your vocal levels are terrible. Hold on. Hello, hello. Hello, can you hear us? I can. Hmm. This will not do. Damn it, there must be a way to do this. Other yeah, people do, I mean. Yeah, people way smarter than us. That's a valid argument. I don't like using my phone, because then I got my big ugly head in here. Hey there, party people. You are listening to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James. With me, as always, is Spencer, the Monterey Midget Church. Oh, huh? no, I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I guess you're a small person from Monterey. You're not allowed to say the M word anymore. No. Monterey little person. Can you say dwarf either? Is that, is dwarf? That, yeah. Is that I feel like dwarf is more offensive, but you're allowed to say that if uh, they are a dwarf. Yeah. There's vague areas. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who you can and cannot insult anymore. Oh yes, and we also have a special guest today. Hopefully, we can pick him up from parts unknown. Mister Ashley Hatter, how are you doing, sir? Hey, what's going on? Sounds like he's on a distant remote island yelling at us through a can. <laughs> well said. That's actually what I'm doing. It's all right. It's still better sounding than our first episodes. Yeah. When our voices were extra high pitched. 
Hello and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today we are talking the wonderful, brilliant genre of young adult fiction. Is young adult fiction fuck mm-hmm. fiction now? Like Fifty Shades, is it? I mean, it's written like young adult fiction because it's terrible, but that's like erotic, I guess. Yeah, like if like if kids in school brought like were reading that like in class like when they had free time would they get in trouble for it? I mean, it's reading. I, at this point, I feel like you just want them to read anything. Yeah, I don't know about that. <sighs> Probably not a good move for anything. If there's an aspiring writer in your school and then you make them read that when they're young, they're going to be terrible. Yeah. But I digress. We, yeah, we can, we can't keep shitting on that book. I mean, we can. I feel like we need to go to our newest book, read that, and then shit on that. <laughs> All right. Well, young adult fiction. When did this? Do you know actually when this genre really took off? Because I I must have missed that. I know Twilight came out, but I th- it had to be around before that. Well, did, I don't know for sure. Did um? Like, I, I used to work at a Barnes and Noble, and uh, I don't remember when the section was actually introduced but it was like not there then there just happened overnight so, yeah it was a conspiracy well like the, what was there first like the twilight or the um like the hunger games was that before twilight or i want to say after i think it was after and then there was divergent that was the other big one oh, that, one was, that one was super stupid aren't they all the same movie <laughs> I thought he said Divergent. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, if you like that book, probably, or that series. Side tangent, that's another thing that pisses me off about these young adult books. It's not just one book. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a series. It's this never-ending series of just mediocrity. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I was a young lad, back in the 50s or <laughs> whenever that was, I enjoyed myself... Uh, I don't think I read anything that would be considered young adult. I mean, maybe like the Hardy Boys when I was in elementary school. But other than that, I read like Poe, Sherlock Holmes, Stephen King maybe. I don't remember ever reading fucking easy, like, I guess young adult is what? Like watered down fiction that's easy to read. That's what I would classify it as. (laughs) Well, I think I said maybe the closest thing we would have was like the Goosebumps. Yeah, but I feel like that's more of a kid's book. I think it's for like teenagers so it's written as as closely to that uh, i guess featuring them as the the main character but you know when i was a teen i was able to understand things that these these writers the young adult writers aren't even writing about or in a style that they weren't writing about do you think poe and stuff like that too do you think it's just a matter of uh comprehension maybe a lack of comprehension because with the social media age and text messaging people aren't reading as much to begin with, but they're definitely not picking up subtle, uh, you know, metaphors and overall, like, overarching themes in fine literature or even just normal books, I would say. In young adult, it seems like it's definitely dumbed down. Yeah. Well, you gave Reading Twilight a read, didn't you? Because your wife? Yeah. (laughs) That was painful. That was painful. And I tried the, uh, what was it, the the chemist, and I got, like, a third of the way through and I hated it oh. I almost burned it but then I was like wait this is her copy I can't, <laughs> can't do that what I think the big problem now is it'd be one thing with these like young adult novels if it was just like the young adult treating it what is one thing but like there's full grown adults like 40 year olds that are reading like they read these books that are their like main yep. story consumption 
A part of me that's wants- that's what pisses me off. That's what makes me angry. If there was like an actual teenager reading these books, you'd be okay. I'd be like, alright, whatever, whatever. But whenever somebody that I work with that that's in their thirties and I see <laughs> that that that's what they're reading in the break room, I just want to snatch it out of their hands and throw it away. See, I part of me, d- <laughs> bitch slap. <laughs> a part of me doesn't want to be smart. Someone that's reading at any age, just yeah. because it's a rarity nowadays to come across people who enjoy reading. But at the same time, it's like, come on. There's so many good books out there. Why are you reading fucking Divergent or whatever? Well, it's probably, like, the same effect of, like, why people watch, like, shitty TV, like, sitcoms. Because they're all the same cookie-cutter stuff. You're not actually really watching it. You're kind of just zoning out. So, like, that's your phone of zoning out while you're reading. Like, everything's kind of the same. You don't have to really pay attention that much. And you can get through it really fast. Yeah. Which is a bonus for yeah. people who might not enjoy reading as much. I, I mean, I guess we'll touch on this. I don't want to insult any because I know a lot of our readership and our fan base are young adult writers. But do you think a lot of people get into writing young adult fiction because they can't cut it as you know more literary works? Because I know a few writers who tried literary type of fiction or even just genre fiction, but you know, a higher end. And they didn't do well, and they couldn't get published, so they dropped down and did young adult fiction. Or even their agents have told them, switch to young adult fiction, it's a better market for you. Well, just because it's a better market doesn't mean that you have to do a shittier job. There can be good, that you, you, at least you would hope, it should be, in any genre, there should be a good stories for that. Like, there should be good YA books out there. I don't know why there's not, but there should be. There, well, there has to be good ones out there. We, again, I mean, we're shitting on a genre we don't actually read, yeah. so give or take. But the most popular form, you know, the Twilights and Divergence and Hunger Games don't seem to be written too well. Because like a Harry Potter, I mean, I haven't read those either, but at least from my understanding, the first few books were written very well. And then I think she kind of went a little political with some of her stuff maybe later on, but... At least those books were written where if you're an adult, you can enjoy them as well. I feel like as an adult, I read a just a general young adult fiction book. I don't like it. It's boring. You know, it's these herky-jerky, plain sentences, no real metaphors. The overall themes are kind of lame. Not really descriptive of that, really. Way too many cliches. And I, I mean, I yeah. get it if it's that, that's what sells. It's like a sitcom in book form, but... We could, I feel like people could do better. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, if you look at a lot of movies coming out, too, like, what was that, Dwayne Johnson's Skyscraper and The Meg and all that. Terrible <laughs> and awful. Yeah. It's like, you know, if, if, these are the, if the people watching these movies are the same ones that are trying to get into reading, I can understand why they would be drawn to something simpler. But I think that, you know, I think there's a time and a place for that reading level, but I also think there's a time and a place to move past it. Like you said, I, I'd seen so many uh, booktubers or book YouTubers or whatever they call themselves that are like, you know, my age or older doing young adult book reviews. And I'm like, OK, well, when are you going to do like, I don't know, something a little more mature or something with grittier themes? I don't, you know, love triangles are cool and all, but I feel <laughs> like we can get past that. It's, it's hard because, again, like I said, I don't want to shit on somebody who's reading because if you get somebody who's enjoying the Meg and the Skyscraper movie that are terrible. <laughs> if they're reading, I mean, that's a bonus because they probably don't read generally. But at the same time, it's like, come on, you can you can read better. 
I, I don't know. I don't know where you go from there. Because writing, it, it seems like a dying art form. At least well-written fiction. Like you said, though, it can be done well. For instance, um, I read uh, Stardust, the Neil Gaiman yeah. fantasy fairy shit book. I, I don't read fairy books. I don't read that kind of fiction normally. But it was really good. But it was the way it was written. When you get these uh, young adult writers who will do their version of fairy stuff, it's very watered down and there's no meaning to it. And it has you can tell the ending from a mile away. I don't know why that has to be. But then maybe it's just uh, some of these writers, they aren't able to do better. But they found a genre that they can succeed in and then it pisses guys like us yeah. off. Or like imagine if you were a Stephen King and you're getting outsold by fucking Stephanie Meyer. Oh, man. That would be such a kick in no. the balls. No. <laughs> that would suck so bad. Oh. Or like, think of like an Alan Moore, like his fucking super dense, almost incomprehensible fucking li- literature, and then, and then he gets out so. <laughs> well, he would probably just cast a spell on whoever outsold him. So <laughs> that's very possible. Um, yeah, Jerusalem was. Uh, I, I have been meaning nice. to read that, but it's so dense, I just can't. I think it'd probably stop a bullet. Oh, it, it can. I was going to get the ebook version because, oh, yeah. you know, it's more manageable. It just and, makes your, your, your e-reader heavier. <laughs> That's how big it is. My Kindle just gains five pounds. I can um, at least look up words, though. Yeah. Like, either that guy is a super genius or he just lives with a thesaurus, like, next to his bed. I don't know. That's the other extreme, though. You can be too literary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too intelligent. And uh, dumb guys like me can't follow that either. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm strictly just mostly read just draw, like genre things. Like, I, I'm not like you who does like read the literature classics of, you know, yeah. the turn of the century guys. Like, no, I'm just like, give me my Stephen King, give me my like sci fi, my comics. See, but even so, though, you're reading Joe Hill, Stephen King. That's not bottom of the barrel fiction, oh, no, though. No, at least that's good storytelling. Like if these young adult books, even if they were written somewhat poorly, if they were, if they had good stories, if it wasn't the same fucking story, how is the Hunger Games different from Divergent? Instead of kids killing each other in the woods, they're fucking killing each other in a derelict city. It's all some kind of dystopian future or past. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like the same story. Mixed with Roman imperialism, it's like, oh, that was creative. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I don't get, well, the thing that pissed me off too, at least if it was Lord of the Flies, that'd be somewhat, that'd be cool. It's not Lord of the Flies. It's fucking Battle Royale, the old, that Asian movie where they were just <laughs> on an island killing each other. <laughs> but that was done way better. At least you knew what you were getting into with that. There was no overarching, unnecessary drama thrown in or love triangles or any of that dumb shit. Or Jennifer Lawrence for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> Though if she did want to show her boobies in that movie, I mean, not look at them. It was insane. Uh, uh, what was that on the screen? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Uh, I I just I don't know where we go from here in fiction. It seems like that is the genre preferred. That and fantasy, but at least the hardcore fantasy stuff I can get. That's well written usually. What I think really made that market explode is whenever the like the Twilight movies came out and the Hung- Hunger Games movies come out. So now that I'm hoping, like, you know, we're getting ready this for the second part of, of It to come out, they're doing a, like, uh, um, Hulu's doing a whole bunch of Stephen King stuff, and I'm sure there's other good authors that are getting made into things, so hopefully maybe, like, that becomes the new trend, hopefully. But do you worry that'll spawn a shitload of shitty horror writers? 
mean, isn't there already? Yes. <laughs> Touche. Touche. There are lots of not-so-good horror writers. That's what we need to do is write more horror. Because, like, horror is very simple, but it's so easy to good horror. Up. Good horror is not simple. No, yeah. yeah. You know, you could tell a horror story that is simple, but you can tell it in a way that scares the fuck out of you. Yeah. Or you could just tell it, like, oh, the man came out of the closet and he started stabbing the chick with a dildo. Like, that's not scary. But if you know, <laughs> if you know the guy's motivation or, you know, maybe you know her, the lady's past or something, maybe... When she was young, she had a traumatic event with a dildo. And you build that up, and then all of a sudden, this, this dildo wielding maniac is scary. I'm just saying, it can be done. I just have a mental picture of like somebody just flipping from a dildo, like Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles, just like that. a double-ended. Yeah. <laughs> Cowabunga! Quick confession: the guy oh, no. in the closet with the dildo—that's me. <laughs> and I don't own that dildo. I don't know where it came from. Spencer, why do you always have to get perverted on the podcast? Huh? Somebody has to do it. We have a guest today, and you're talking about phalluses in a, you know, tied together as nunchucks. That's not, that's not appropriate. I'm virgin ears. Yeah, this is a Christian podcast starting now. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> loud noises. You all right over there? Go ahead, slam the door. Oh my God. Sounded like a shotgun going off. Jeez. Why is she louder than Ashley? I don't like, <laughs> like that's not that's not cool. She shuts a door and it's way louder than his audio. We'll have to fix this in future episodes. Like this will be serviceable for now, but we gotta get on our game here, Spencer. I think for the first actual Not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. But I, I say you go to audio engineering school real quick. Oh, okay. Quick minute. Alright. Come back and do all this shit so I don't have to. So I can actually write for a change. Oh. Yeah, let's do a quick sidebar. How's everybody's writing going? I Mine? Mean, Terrible. Not, not talking about it. Well, I was off for a week. Yeah, you have an excuse. I did not. Yeah, you... What the fuck have you been doing, man? Nothing. Did you write anything? No. Oh, what I wanted to, What I wanted to do... I wanted to do, like, a series of flash frictions of what I thought you were getting into while you were over in California. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing came up... Like, I had nothing came up of it. Me just eating fucking edibles on a mountain yeah, yeah. skydiving or something. Uh... <laughs> What about you, Ashley? You've actually been you. He, out of all of us, he's actually been writing. I believe <laughs> that doesn't yeah, sound good. <laughs> uh, I've been work, working on like blogs and short fiction things and urban fantasies that I'm writing for my website. Just to try to, I, I I have no shame. I will try to appeal to the masses by writing about vampires and werewolves and strong independent women that don't need men and all that sort of thing you gotta do what you gotta do man yeah make yeah, that money yeah. gain an audience then disappoint them with hey. like actual literature salute to you sir because you are doing way more than we have <laughs> yeah. been no, i have an excuse i was putting videos together on my vacation that took a lot longer than i expected what are you, what are you doing with the pickles in the pickles oh, <laughs> jar of pickles in the pickles <laughs> Pickle break. I used to cut this stuff out. Now I don't. I just I just let it ride. I think it gives it a certain. Uh, I don't want to say class because it's not class, but like it's uh, the opposite of class. Yeah. Character. It gives the episode some character. Makes it more personal. Yeah. Yeah. Organic. <laughs> just let it, let it happen. Oh man. When we uh, speak to that that British bloke, uh, that's that's gonna be different. Yeah. Because he's way classier sounding than us, just because of the accent. 
he he is. He's talking to us. I was like, man, I felt I just sound stupid. At least I can when I edit the audio, I can make it sound a little better, but not much. <laughs> I feel like we're just gonna sound like just Hillbilly Hicks next to the. Well, gosh, gone done it. That drive's already gone good. <laughs> Dang darn dude, I swear it. I reckon. I try. I just made sure I didn't use the word. I reckon. Like the words <laughs> when I was talking to him. But you know, at least I mean they drink a lot, so that's good. Yeah, got that in common. There you go. There yeah. you go. And he he his country is just as shitty as ours, so that's also a bonus. He was talking about that a little. I don't know if that makes me feel better or feel worse. Uh, that there's no place better out there, or that just everything's as shitty as it is here. There's gotta be some place better, right? At least some place functioning. With adults, not right. not children screaming and protesting everywhere. Elon um, Musk is trying to go to the moon and Mars, so maybe he's got a point there. He's got a plan, and I like it. <laughs> Whatever he does, I'm about, even if it's, like, taking over the world. He also has plans on, like, underground tunnels and, like, bullet trains and stuff, right? Like, that dude got so many things spinning at the same time. That's what happens when you're a supervillain in, like, a normal society. <laughs> <laughs> He's like South African too, so he uh South African. Like, South I don't African. Know, I don't know if he's like married or has like a significant other or anything, but if he does, I'm very worried like if that person gets murdered. Because that's when that's yeah. when like the like he starts having like four robotic arms and you know <laughs> From what I got from the, the doctor off the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> describing. He kinda yeah. He I think he just described Doc Ock a little bit. I'll be all right if he gets like <laughs> fucking eight arm me- mechanical arms and uh, hey, do you like my little skirt? Yeah, yeah. I'm friends with the Mexican guys at El Paso and they uh, you know, check that out on my Jameson bottle. Put me up with some Corona oh, Light. It is nice. Um, yeah, let's get back on topic because we just you'll find in the future episodes we don't stay on topic very often, especially when it's something a topic <laughs> like like our like Japanese if- episode. Uh, that went south real quick, but we we tried. <laughs> The uh the weird language one that didn't go too well, but I think people liked it. Yeah, it, we haven't lost yeah. any uh followers, so that's good, I guess. Yeah, and my mom doesn't listen to this, so <laughs> even better. I know, I know, that I don't, I don't got the family vote here. So yeah, young adult fiction is transforming the literary scene. How do you feel about that? Actually, I don't want to talk about that at all. Mm. I want to talk about the shitty literary uh, magazine I got. I didn't show you. I, showed... I, I saw you. I saw you post something about it. Yeah. It's a noon annual, and it's one of because I just thought it was like you know something to read on the airplane, but I looked it up, and it's one of the top literary magazines in the country. So I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna get some good stories, right? I don't think one story's made like one story was well written, and I think that's all I can say. I'm like almost done with it, and everything else was like didn't make sense, or it was like that one what was it about a toe? That was the whole story. That wait, that one line, that one line that was in that yeah. picture, that was the whole story. That was the whole story. Yes, and you get into the magazine with that. Yeah, a top literary magazine, and a lot of the story, like they had uh, a couple author. Tongue I, fucking I the mic. It, I moved it over. I had to move it back. Tongue fucking the mic here. Uh, the the uh, yeah, the magazine. It it would have uh, features of like one author would have five stories. Not every author, just a couple of them. And each story was like the same, didn't make any fucking sense. And I'm like, I'm gonna submit something to this because I don't, I could just like say some fucking shallow pedantic bullshit and, and it might get deep. in and seem deep. Oh, Shit. yeah, because I could definitely seem deep and not be deep at all. <laughs> I can oh. seem deep and be very shallow at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like the complete opposite problem to the young adult fiction 
kind of being dumbed down. Now the literary crap's just trying to be too smart. Yeah, Yeah. it's just nonsense. It's the perfect word for it. It's a well. They also have uh, pictures of art quotation marks Uh, art, and it's like (laughs) the one was literally some chick made wires, like some kind of like I I guess it was like not like a clothes hanger, but some kind of fucking wires, and she would formulate to a hand. Or there was like four pictures of some kind of globby ball or something, and that was top end <laughs> yeah. art. Like, so the literary scene is literally becoming like the modern art scene where you could just yeah, put yeah, a fucking yeah. pair of glasses on the ground and people were like, "Oh, that's amazing!" And they take pictures. It's like an Andy Warhol shitty screen print of cans. Yeah, <laughs> I never got that. Yeah. Nobody does because you're not supposed to get it. You're supposed to go, "Oh, that's cool," but it's not cool. They just do it because they're fucking with you. I think that's what it is. And I think the, that numb toe story, especially, I'll, I'll, here's the whole story. We went to church and we prayed for your numb toe. That was the whole story. So I'm thinking that person was like, I wonder if I get this shit published. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I looked, she was published in that magazine before and also looked it up. A lot of those stories won major literary awards. How? Get the fuck out of here. How? They're not stories. I won't call them that because there's no actual beginning, middle, sentences? or end. Well, they're sentences. But yeah, they're... I showed my girlfriend. There was... Uh, Mindy. There was multiple typos in one of the stories. And they left it in. And I think it might have been on purpose. God. Oh, is that the new style now to just leave typos in? Well, I showed Ashley. The one lady, she just stopped using quotation marks mid-story. <laughs> I hated that. That was stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, why are you That's doing... That's so stupid. But, but she had, like, like, four other stories in there that used quotation marks. So it was this was purposely done. And the editor, which there's five or six of them on this magazine, because it says at the beginning, they just looked at it and said, yep, that's fucking art right there, buddy. It's like, you're not Cormac McCarthy. You can't do that. Stop it. Right. Blood Meridian. <laughs> I would take Blood Meridian over any of those stories any day. I, I, the stories are so terrible. I don't want to look up any of the authors to read more of their work. And they're all apparently some, I mean, yeah, I think in Noon, um, most of them are, are pretty acclaimed authors. Now, I got another uh, magazine. It was Friction, which is, I don't know how popular it is, but those were actually good stories. Surprise. Like, you can tell good stories in a literary magazine. They don't have to be pedantic bullshit. What are you doing? <laughs> got another guest of the podcast. Why aren't you drinking out of your Tupperware yeah, container? Yeah, well, you have an actual glass for once. I just have a little coffee. Coffee? Oh, coffee? You want some, uh, some Jameson? It's got a skirt on it. Well, you sat down and ruined the whole podcast. Now we gonna start over. Uh, oh, wow. Harsh. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> what do they call people that, like, don't play in games and they just watch the games? Spectator? Spectator, that's why I am. You're a spectator yeah. to a podcast. Yeah. Or she's like a podcast cuckle kind of weird thing. I don't know how you feel about that. We have this separate laptop off to the side. Can we start playing dirty videos on it? While <laughs> and, like, and she can watch those and they'll scare her away. Would it scare her away or would we just stop podcasting and just be like... The table starts rocking <laughs> uncontrollably. Oh, man. Uh, so literary fiction bullshit aside, you're a lady. Wait, yeah, she's perfect for this. You're a lady. You read these awful young adult fictions, right? No. 
You read Fifty Shades. That's close. I did. It's written in the same. Did you read Twilight? No. Did you read Divert? You like the Divergent <laughs> movies? Did you read the books? You know the answer. Do you like my face? Am I handsome? No. Uh, the book I'm sure is the same as the the movie, right? Can't be much different. There's not a lot of depth there. No. Did you ever finish that uh, Stephen King's Levitation? She did, and she did not like the ending, as I did not either. No? Yeah, I was very disappointed. Like, I didn't get But did you like the prose? Like, did you, other than the ending, did you like the the story? I don't know. I felt like it was just drug out and didn't go anywhere, and that was it. Fair enough. (laughs) Did you read Elevation, Ashley? No, not yet. It was, uh, it's kind of happy-go-lucky. Goes a little, not heavy, but it does have some Trump elements that aren't necessary. You, well, you read some of more Stephen King's uh, newer books, right, Spencer? So yeah. Does he go into the Trump stuff a lot now? Is that like a feature? I mean, like, not to the point where he's just like... Not distracting. Yeah, or, and like, it's not like he, in the way he does it, it's not like he has, like, a character in his books to talk about, like, how dumb Trump is. But, like, he will have, he do things the way, like, how, like, how kind of, like... In Levation, it was they play a lot heavy on like on hating the the lesbian cu- couple and uh, and like that kind of stuff because and he'll go into like the Trump America type yeah stuff kind of them. yeah see I don't find that necessary like he I feel like he can tell the stories without including that I'd be all right and I'm I'm not a big Trump guy here but I you don't especially like uh, that kind of story that doesn't need any kind of politics really I don't know why he does that. I guess you can't help it, right, Mindy? What? Left. <laughs> are you, are, are you going to tell Stephen King what he can and can't write? I absolutely will not. <laughs> now, George R. R. Martin, on the other hand. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't watch Game of Thrones, but apparently it was shitty at the end, so that yeah, makes me happy. I mean... Because everybody fucking <laughs> talked about it forever. There was no way they could have done that ending in a way that people liked it. Like, you know, it, it was just... especially with Mark the, of a good story. Well, just the way, the way the whole season was going and everybody's expectations for this to end and, and stuff like that. Especially with not having the ending in the book yet to go off of like they had the rest of the series. So, I, I, just, I just feel like it was one of those situations, no matter what they did, they were going to piss off... Everybody, you know, like a large group. And then you get those people who just agree with the people that are pissed off about stuff. And Well, isn't that kind of why uh, J.K. Rowling is, like, I think was a fantastic beast and stuff. Like, she started changing shit to add, like, random diversity and, uh, like, the stories. I think she might have, like, tweaked a little. Snake was an Asian lady. Yeah, like, just add them random shit. That's not necessary just to, like, appease everybody. I feel like uh, Game of Thrones won it. Uh, like, they couldn't really go that route because it was already, what, eight seasons or something? Yeah, this was their eighth season, yeah. Yeah, so they just made everybody cry? Because I don't, I don't, I don't watch it. I'm talking to my ass. You watch it, Mindy? Are you on edibles or something? Why are you laughing? Why are you looking like that? <laughs> I'm chilling. Oh, my God. You look a little weird. She looked look, weird. You look weird. Carry on. I'm just why? <laughs> <laughs> Download it and listen to it for God's sakes. <laughs> Boost our numbers. What are you doing here, ladies? You're killing us. You're killing us. Live raw footage. What's the live raw footage? We can't even get the Skype to work properly. You want us to get a fucking YouTube video in here? Yeah, we'll hook that up. You got five grand to buy the equipment. 
Okay. Or go the uh, go the uh, the Kevin Smith route and just start doing podcasts at like events, like at you know at, at, at comedy clubs and things like that. You know what? If we got like a recorder, it'd probably work better in certain situations. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right. Crazy <laughs> lady. What are you giving her over here, Spencer? Giving her giving her the drugs. No. <laughs> no. Got that wacky tobacco. Yeah, what? You got the jingler's on? Can you just show that guy our dog? No. no. Ashley, do you want to see our dog, Mindy? Yeah, cheek. yes, he does. There you go. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> Alright, pick picking him up. There he is. Oh, there he is. it's a puppy dog. Yeah, he's so cute. He's very handsome. <laughs> he's all wet. That's good. Ew. This is Buckle as a poopy. <laughs> No, Spencer, I can't say the thing for you. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> shit happens. <laughs> hey, there you go. Oh, man, what were we talking about? Mindy, do you like books? Uh, no, she don't like books. Um, yeah, last we, year threatening Stephen King or something like that. Yeah, I, I was threatening Stephen King. Why was I doing that? He's a great guy, and I love his work. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> no, he's not a Stephen King sly. It was George Martin. That's a lot of R's. What do the R stand for? I don't know. Really, really. Ripped rhomboids. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> George really redundant with Martin. That is awesome. Yes, he's very redundant. Is, is the word really redundant also redundant? <laughs> <laughs> That's why it works. <laughs> oh, man. Since we're like 41 minutes into it, we're just going to all agree, I assume, that young adult fiction is its not great. But hopefully it can get better. It, it can, it but be I don't think... I, I want to see fiction go the other way. I just want to... Maybe, maybe we should write some good uh, young adult fiction. That's how it starts, Spencer. And then you get an agent, and then you got a four-book deal, and each book is about, like, a, a brother and a sister who look the same, and they go through the fucking woods, and there's, like, a guy with weird hair that's played by Woody Harrelson in the movie, <laughs> and he... Uh, <laughs> He, he, got, he sends you on a quest, but then the quest turns out to be like, oh my god, your mother might be a terrorist. Like, it's just nonsense. I'll be fine with all that. Yeah. <laughs> um, be the change you want to see, man. Yeah. Be the change. Word up, homie. <laughs> uh, let's end this on a positive note. We huh? are talking about doing a Halloween anthology, which we've talked about previously when we actually were working on one. Yeah. And then, like, DPW took off and took all our fucking time. And then we made a podcast like idiots. Yeah, we, we were talking about that before we even really had the site up and running. We created the site to sell the book that we didn't write. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now we just got to come up with the book. Yeah. Um, I will say, for the shitty stories in the noon fiction, I actually like the format. It's, um, like, Ashley showed me the uh, one story. I think that was it, right? There, Theirs is, uh... Yeah. The one story is kind of a plain, just a paper book, if you have, you know, whatever. And it um, just has, I think it's one story, obviously. But the noon is, it's not necessarily a hardback, but it's like just a nice cover and then just like a normal book. And I looked at the cost. That's not, that's doable. So we can make something like that. We don't have to have crazy pictures or anything, but we can add a little bit of art inside. Uh, Yeah, And then, uh. I already talked to a couple writers who are willing to submit some work to be into uh, be in the anthology, and then 
me, you, and Ashley will have some work in it, and that, that should be good for a first go. Yeah. We just got to actually get to doing it. Yeah, we don't want to try to do anything too too crazy the first go around. Well, I figure we'll, like we did with the podcast, we'll go into it to test the market and just see how well we do. And uh, instead of doing like um, like that Deadlights magazine I got, very well done horror magazine, failed after, our, I don't think they made it to the second issue mm. because they spent so much money putting out the first issue and didn't sell it. You start small. Yeah. Um, we always do. We use the sports or working out analogy of, you know. Start slow, work your way up. Yep. Hey, Mindy. What are you doing over there? <laughs> you look, you just look weird to me. Where were you? Did you get well, Did you get she's, she's, she's looking at something. I see a Woody and Buzz. Some Woody. kind of meme. Toy Story meme. Toy Story. Dude, Toy Story fan fiction, fuck fiction. James Joyce James Joyce style. It's out there. No, no, not James not, Joyce style. Not James Joyce style, but not James Joyce. Dude, the James Joyce fuck fiction, that's where it's at. If we could throw some Toy Story. It wasn't story, even fuck fiction. It was just letters that he wrote to his wife, wasn't it? Yeah, but I feel like that's the same thing. I mean, it was way better than any Fifty Shades could ever dream so of being. So, was that like the first ever fuck fiction then? It's got to be up there. Have you read those letters, Ashley? I've read a few, and then I put it down and took a shower. The, yeah, they're yeah. Just, you would have to take a shower after reading those. They're disgusting, but they're so well written. Like, if I could just write normal fiction, like he wrote those shitty letters, I would be so happy. But I just, I it's not in me. I don't have the... Like, what did they do back then? They didn't have... I mean, I'm sure they had a dictionary, but it couldn't be, like, easily accessible like ours. They just were very smart, I guess. Or, I mean, I guess if you don't have TV, that probably that probably helps. No TVs or movies to waste your time. Yeah. Podcasts. No podcasts. If you have a lack of entertainment... That's what it is. We need to get, like, a remote cabin in the woods. No TV, no internet, no nothing. No edibles for you, Spencer. <laughs> Well, Mindy, whatever, whatever you fucking weirdos do. Not all of us are straight laced like me, Mindy, as I drink my fucking whiskey. <laughs> I don't know what straight laced means. Who are you? Who even are you? Edge. Straight edge, straight laced is the same exact thing. You disappoint me. I'm crying eternally. Yeah, so we're going to write Toy Story sexual expert. That's out there. Hey, you're right. I might even written that and didn't even notice yet. You did that in your sleep? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of sleepwalking, you slip, you slept right in. Then Buzz took off his helmet, and Woody stared at him longingly. What are you going to do with that? And then Buzz looked at Woody. What are you going to do with all that wood? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> have you not heard? Have you ever listened to an episode of the DPW podcast? <laughs> I listened to it live. I just told you. It's not the same. Worse live, <laughs> worse. We cut out all this awful stuff. What's some of it? Lately, not much. But that's more of laziness than quality. All right. So I don't think we got any. I mean, we might have alienated a lot of our fan base, but other than that, I don't think we covered much ground here. Mm. It's not like there's a deep well to that subject. No, I don't even know the title of this episode. It's got to be clever. It's like talking about something shallow we didn't go too deep so it's like metaphor in real life dude yeah we're so we're so good we are the best we're not but we could be 
I mean, we could be if we had better voices, better equipment, um, and probably better writing skills. Yeah. And, and sometimes I'm not so good at the talkie. Not so good at the word that come out of my mouth hole. Did I tell you I got Morgan Freeman coming on next week? No. no. Yeah. Met him at the airport in uh-huh. California. Yeah, he's coming over. Okay. I mean, not the actor, Morgan Freeman. Fucking hobo, but... Say, I mean, honest, is, is, is that that ho- hobo that has like the radio voice that was popular for like two days five oh, years oh, ago no, not at all not <laughs> we need to get that guy on there have him do the opening every week that'd be great and give him like five dollars <laughs> that's a bargain guy had a great voice but he was like from ohio that's ooh oh is he was that close i thought see i thought he was like a california guy i think he was from cincinnati mm. i mean i'm mi- I feel like if you're homeless, California is the place to be. Oh, yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure he was, like, from Cincinnati or some shit. And that's that's not good. Nope. For anybody who's been to Ohio, sorry, but it's, it's not it's not quality establishment. Any of, any of it. Wait, that's not true. We went to Cleveland and had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we didn't leave the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> The romantic candlelight dinner they fixed us. Oh, I'm glad I got uh, picture proof of that. Because if I just told people that we had a romantic candlelight dinner in a they weird hotel, they wouldn't believe us. No, I digress. All right. Uh, oh shit! You got good in the Pittsburgh. You yeah. gonna make it now? It's like Seven Eleven. I should be able to make it. All right. So. Spencer's all fancy with his multiple podcasts. He does. I try. Okay. Hopefully, on the playback, Ashley's in this, or we're just talking like nonsense. <laughs> there should be long pauses. <laughs> you guys have legitimately lost your minds. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, by the next time you're on, good sir, when we do the uh, House of Leaves episodes, I'll have some of this sorted out. Because uh, everything's working. It's just your voice is not like the levels are lower than ours, like noticeably. So. Even, and I don't think I can fix that post-edit, so we'll fuck around with it. Would it piss you off if I was whispering the whole time? <laughs> <to> just... <laughs> whispering sweet nothings. Like, what is he saying? Are you making oatmeal? Seven at night. You can't make oatmeal at night. That's illegal. You know what state you live in, girl? Spencer, get the beat. I wish you were more imposing like Brock Lesnar so I can have you beat people for me. I wish I was more imposing like Brock Lesnar too. I feel like people wouldn't give me as much shit at work. What's the trade-off though? If you're like built like Brock Lesnar, I feel like you either have a very small wiener or like a high-pitched voice. Like there's gotta be something fucked up. You can't just be, you can't have it all. What are you doing? Are you running a jet engine? You had to make oatmeal. And that was the finest episode of DPW yet. Today, <laughs> if you folks want to check more of our workout, you can hit us up on drunkenpenwriting.com. See what we are up to at Drunk Pen Writing on Twitter, and you can go to our Facebook and Goodreads now because we have a group on there, and it is mostly populated by one guy that posts very, very long paragraphs I don't read. But other than that, <laughs> it's pretty. It's happening. <laughs> It's not just me, right? That guy, he, he posts really long paragraphs, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have, to, I have to take a few minutes out of my day just to scroll through. And he has a weird name. Uh, I forget what it is. Like, I think it's like Astrid or something. <laughs> it's from How, uh, How to Train Your Dragon. That's all I remember. 
like he seems intelligent and he, he likes books so that's good but i i don't know man something about it, i can't reply <laughs> like, <laughs> like i want to get in the conversation and i'm like oh i got to read a book to like reply to this dude i don't i don't want to and not even the book we're talking about like his fucking thing he wrote like he goes on and on so hopefully he doesn't listen to the podcast he's gonna to, hate us you just need to reply with each and every one of those with a yep yep, just yep. <laughs> I feel bad for Ashley cause he he's kind of managing that so he has to at least reply to the guy I don't but he has to at least talk to the guy cause <laughs> or else he's just hanging in the in the wind oh man yeah but that guy's a little weird but you know what maybe we'll get him on the podcast and maybe he's a genius maybe he read like something like fifteen thousand books or some shit. I don't know. I, I didn't really look at his profile too hard. A lot more books than me. Yeah, most of them about fucking nuns. I thought that was weird. I didn't I'm, know there was that many about nuns. Other moms. Uh, all right. Well, that's that's a wrap, gentlemen. Got the spina bifida now, sitting here all crooked like. <laughs>